me. And me. <laughs> Can you tell who Can is Can you who? tell? No. Probably not. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's us. The it's, Dreadful Dames. It's the Dreadfuls. It's the Dames. It's the Dreadful Dames. We're back. We're back. For another round. For another round. Of uh, dreadful uh, shit. <laughs> shit, the keyword, you guys. Uh, but, actually, only one of them was shit yeah, this only time. One. It wasn't too bad. To be... All things considered, with some of the shit we've watched yeah. the last couple episodes, it could have been worse. Way worse. But, you know, it's, uh, it oh. is what it is. At least we get, like, two... Wait. We usually get, like, one really good one with the really shitty one. Yes. Usually. usually. And for some fucking reason, Christina always gets the good one and I'm <laughs> stuck with the shitty one. <laughs> I had, wait, I had Night to Dismember, That's though, true. which is, like, the queen That's like of shitty movies. That's, like, shitty yeah. right there. We will forever compare everything we watched <laughs> Tonight to Dismember. <laughs> Thus far, nothing has quite no, reached that level not quite. of horrible. <laughs> but, you know, they've tried. They've fucking tried. Wait, so, are we just gonna get into it? We can. I don't think there's anything new going on with us right now, really. I mean, same old, same old. Yeah. Working a lot. I didn't get cast in that musical. That's true. But that's okay. Our other friend did, though. Yeah, our other friend did. Which we're excited about. Honestly, that was really what I needed. Yeah. We just... We just needed We him. just needed Stevers to get it! To get it and feel it and, and love it and enjoy it, it and do it! Uh, so... So we're going to support him and his beautifulness. I'm so excited. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Um... Um... But... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll talk more at Validation Station. Validation Station is where it's really at, even though for me that's still not, not a lot's happening there, but we'll get to it. We, we can talk it. about that, okay. too. Okay, yeah, we'll get there. We'll We're going to talk about it. We're going to okay. dive right the fuck in. Oh, so we're starting <laughs> with the good one this time. Yeah. Okay. We're starting off high. We're going to end low. So, 2012, American Mary. American Mary. Directed by the Suska. Twins. Yes, we're gonna just like preemptively hit it with. There's gonna be spoilers, so we're gonna talk oh, about spoilers straight up. And also, huge fucking trigger warning. Heavy rape. There's a rape scene, which I did not know when I watched it last well, night. Well, I kept trying to say trigger warning last night, and but I wasn't being like obvious about what it would. Have yeah, and I was, and then uh, I realized that I should have told you before. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I closed my eyes during it. Yeah, but it's for anybody who's uncomfortable with that stuff, there is a rape scene. Trigger warning, you guys. Trigger warning. So just um, throw that out there. But I will say the movie is really good. It's very good. I can't stop thinking about so it. So just actually. watch it and just like skip that part. Yeah, you can like skip that part. Like, yeah, you just need to know that she that it was happened. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, this movie is really good. It's very good. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be good. No, and I was, I went in with the same, like, concern that it was going to be super, super, super fucking gory, and right. it wasn't that bad. And it wasn't. Yeah. Like, all y'all be like, oh, all this sensationalism gory. bullshit is getting old, guys. But we haven't seen a movie yet that has really... Like, nauseated us yeah. that level. I mean, for Blood Diner, I wouldn't eat during it, but... <sighs> yeah, I... But that's, like, a different type of word. We'll anyway, get we'll get <laughs> Okay, so... American Mary. American Mary. So it stars Catherine Isabel, who is so beautiful. So fucking pretty. I literally... Wild. I haven't 
seen her in anything since then, I don't think. She was in... I don't know if this was after. What was that show? Being Human? Did you ever watch that? Oh, no, but I've heard of it. Was it the American version? Yeah, I think she was in the American version. I think she played someone's sister or boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, she's fucking stunning. She's so beautiful. She has that very, like, girl next door, like face very yeah. innocent looking so pretty but her lips are like pouty and you're yeah. and like in this movie and she's like a fucking bombshell she's yeah her stunning. body is ridiculous yeah and in this movie she has this beautiful betty page haircut like With the bangs her bangs are to re- die i like wig i want those bangs I but i know that they would look so bad on me. <laughs> <laughs> and i would have to trim them i don't know we constantly have to trim them i do have to trim them day. i do have to trim her and bangs later today yeah she's got to trim my bangs um <laughs> yeah literally my first note that i wrote was oh my god she is so cute i love her already because the first Horrible. scene is of her practicing suturing on a turkey. Yeah. And she just looks so she's fucking so pleased with herself. And it's mm-hmm. so cute. She's just like, oh, look what I did. She loves like, so fuck, you're adorable. She also, like, uh, so the movie starts with, she's a medical student. And it kind she's of, training to be a surgeon. Yeah. And it kind of starts with, like, showing that she's, like, down on her luck with money. Yeah, she's broke. Um, this she's is another really thing. weird fucking teacher. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. But this is another one where you're, like, uh, why do why can you afford that awesome loft apartment? Yeah, yeah. Because that it it looks a little rundown. It looks rundown, yeah, but it's huge. But it's huge and really cool. Yeah, and it looks like there's an upstairs. Yeah, I think the bed because is there upstairs. are stairs yeah, that lead the, up somewhere. I think the bed is up in the loft. Um. So yeah, it's like huge and spacious, and it does look kind of shitty, but not shitty enough to right. really be like. It's like they were mm-hmm. like, "This is the coolest fucking apartment you've ever seen, but we're gonna put shitty looking pieces in it. Yeah. We're gonna make so it look it a little dirty, like shitty." Yeah. If you want a good reference for what people in that situation can likely afford, go watch Broad City. Yes. Because those girls are in shitty fucking apartments yes, in I New agree. York City because they can't fucking afford to live in a nice apartment. Right. And I'm like, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's like my feeling when with fucking Sex in the City with Carrie Bradshaw living in that big ass apartment that I know she can't fucking right, afford. Right. So yeah, it's just one of those things. You just kind of gotta like get past. It's just one of those things. That what was we watched another one where we were like, oh no, it was fucking Netflix. You. Yeah. With her dumbass apartment. Fucking. Mm. Like, that apartment's so beautiful. I have so many thoughts about that fucking show. Whatever. We can't not, even get we into can't it. Talk about but that. that that's yeah. another podcast. Lilith so, has joined us, by the way. Hi, baby girl. Are you gonna make comments? Not right now. She's maybe like, later. I will when I feel like it. <laughs> I have shit to say. Yeah. So she's like having trouble with money. Like we see that the student loan people are calling her. Her phone is getting turned off. Yeah. Like all the shit. And so she like kind of turns to uh, looking on Craigslist for yeah like, for like. Sexually related jobs, yeah, not sex work, but yeah, like like stripping, or using her body, to yeah, uh, which is fine, whatever. Do you? And she's like talking to her like Nana on the phone while yeah. she's looking at Craigslist. It's this juxtaposition of her looking for sexy jobs while her Nana, who's like, what'd she say she was? Uh, oh, they said it. She's from like it's uh, Budapest oh. or something like that. So like Romanian maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah. And her Nana's, like, talking about sex and, like, how she needs to, like, oh, she heard about these, like, sexual things happening at universities or whatever. And she hopes that Mary's not getting in the middle of all that or whatever. And Mary's just like, oh, no, Nana, I don't really have time for that kind of thing. And then she's, like, looking for work as 
like a stripper essentially. Yeah. So she goes to this bar called is it called was it Bourbon Agogo? Yeah, Bourbon. <laughs> Hello, classy. And she also like well before that she like has like a where she's in class or something and she's she keeps getting like notifications on her phone or she keeps like talking to someone on her phone and her teacher kind of like brings her to the side to talk to her just to be like hey you're not like putting forth the effort that you should be putting in but he's also really fucking weird he's really aggressive he's like I mean it's obviously a very like that's not a professional relationship between yeah no a student and a professor and he's like Mary you need to not fuck up you have to stop fucking up and he keeps saying that to her and I'm yeah. like what yeah what it's that very even mean? he's like way overly invested in like her in particular yeah. but anyway so she goes to Berwin and Gogo <laughs> yes so she's gonna go like apply for a job there and then to like strip or something. Yeah. Or dance or something, yeah. And like massage therapy too was on the Was it really? Yeah, like on the job post it was like sexy dancers and massage like have to give massages or something like that. Okay. So she meets Billy who owns the owns the bourbon place. The bourbon Go-go. place strip club. Go-go. And he's really hot but he is attractive but he's like yeah but he's a mess typical fucking sleazy yeah he's really sleazy but he's really hot and um he's like oh we need to see i want to see what you look like under those clothes are you fat under that are you fat under that so she like takes her coat off and she's wearing this like cute ass lingerie um and then he's like give me a massage so she starts like getting a massage and it's really fucking weird and awkward yeah and she hates it she's like obviously like very uncomfortable just like give me the job so i can like pay my bills yeah and then Lance comes in. Yeah, big old Lance. So Lance is this big, scary, like... Dude with uh, long hair. Yeah, he's like a security guard, I guess. Or, yeah. like, I guess he's Billy's security. Yeah, maybe. His muscle. Yeah. And he comes in and he's like, Billy, fuck! <laughs> Billy! No idea what's going on. So, what's yeah. his face? <laughs> Billy runs out, and then, like, two seconds later, runs back in, and he's like... Because he looked at her resume or whatever, and it said, like, obviously she was in school to study surgery and stuff like that. And he was like, he was like, how far are you in your studies? Like, your surgical studies. And she's like, uh. And so she, like, he's like, I'll pay you $5,000 right now or something like that to come to do this thing for me. And she follows him down to, like, the basement or something. And there's this fucking dude lying on a table. Yeah, and we don't even know. We don't know anything about what happened to him or why he was like that. Because like, he's got an eye missing. Yeah, his eye's missing. He's like bleeding out almost. And she has to basically suture yeah. his eye closed. Yeah. Um, so, but there's nothing like a look of like uh, doing surgery and lingerie. Yeah. I like kind of was like, that's like a look. It's a look. <laughs> so they just like hand her needles and bread and, and shit and. <laughs> $5,000. Yeah, and she does it, and then when she gets home, she, like... She freaks out. She freaks out. And she starts, like, gets in the shower and... Hyperventilating and stuff, which she would. It's, and then yeah. she basically just, like, she just did something highly illegal. Yep. And for a obvious crime boss. Yeah. And so she stays up all night with her baseball bat. She's because, like, I'm about to get yeah. fucking murdered or something. Of course. She's hella smart. Like, that's really smart of her to, like, know that, that that could be... A, a possibility. A possibility of doing something like that. And um, I really liked that. I liked that they didn't, like, 
automatically have her be like, ooh, I loved doing shit like yeah, that. Yeah, no, it took her a while for sure. Yeah, she's like a normal girl who, and also she's squeamish still. She's, yeah, she's never she done it on an done actual it. body She's before. only like turkeys. Only turkeys. So then the next day, while she's like hanging out with this bat, she gets a call on her cell phone from fucking the weirdest <laughs> goddamn voice ever. Fucking Beatrice. Stop to marry. Stop to marry Mason. <laughs> and you're like so fucking weird. hella creepy sounding before you would see her yeah she sounds terrifying and then she like keeps hanging up and being like no this is not yeah. like blah 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 and she keeps calling and then she shows up at the fucking girl's house and she looks like a fucking monster well okay so but first I just wanted appreciation for Mary is that she like to cope with whatever she like starts suturing turkeys again mm-hmm. but she gets like fucking wasted on wine. on wine and christina was we were watching it, she's like it's me <laughs> this bitch I is like pouring herself red wine just like oh. <laughs> i'm like yep that's me um so but i thought it was interesting how they staged that because beatrice rings the door like the building and yeah. then like calls her and then she's like it's and then and then Mary's too drunk. She's yep. just like, okay, like come on. eleven. And then uh, she unlocks her door, which she has five locks. Impressive. Yes. Yeah. Which I fun. even said like yeah. I'm impressed by Smart. her lock scenario here because that shit's real. She unlocks all her doors and then she realizes she has uh, this apron on that has like blood all over it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I better take this off. So they're not freaked out. And then as she goes to take it off, you see someone run past her. Like, and you're like, what the fuck? And then when she goes back, she sees her doors open and she's like, she's ready to rumble. Yeah. Then it's Beatrice. And Beatrice is fucking there. And Beatrice is fucking terrifying looking. (laughs) She's terrifying looking. I ended up really liking Beatrice. I liked her at the end, but she looks fucking terrifying. Yeah, she's so scary. Like you see her, because her face looks like plastic. Because she's been surgically modifying herself to look like Betty Boop. Right. And that's why she talks so fucking weird, yeah. too. But she, like, and it's so, like, creepy because you can tell she's had all this plastic surgery done to her face. Like, the creases around her mouth and she, her face just doesn't look real. And she dresses like Betty Boop and she just does like... Yeah, and she talks like Betty Boop. Boop. The Boop. Boof. Betty Boof. The Betty Boof. Alter <laughs> Eagle, Betty Boof. <laughs> and she... <laughs> And, um, she, so she, and I noticed this on the second time watching, um, you don't notice her when Mary first walks in for the interview. Mm-hmm. She's on stage stripping. Oh, is she really? Beatrice's. Yeah. I knew she worked there, but I didn't right. see her in yeah. that first scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's a stripper at Billy's Club, and that's how she, like, learned about Mary. And so she, like, oh, I want you to help my friend. She's like, buddy, what's a vacation? Yeah. Like, I have a friend who needs something done, and you're the only one who could probably do it. Because it's like, like money's not an issue. <laughs> she's like literally talks like it's so fucking weird. It's but so weird. She's like, yeah, my friend wants an operation done. No other doctors will do it. She, um, so I went to you. I have like ten thousand dollars. Um, I can give you. Also, I'll just give you two thousand dollars for just showing up. And, and she gave her two hundred dollars for she just gave her, letting her talk to her. In yeah. That moment. Yeah. And. So she was like, and she also like, she goes, she just wants to have some skin removed in 
faces? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And so she agrees. And it's at a, a, a veterinary clinic. A veterinary clinic. Yep. And oh, you know what's interesting is we never see that one girl again that's there. The niece? Yeah. Yeah, we don't. It's like fucking Betty Boof is. and her niece. <laughs> it's like, Betty Boof. Beatrice Boof. Um, Beatrice Boof. Um, real quick about the apartment, though. I forgot to say. Yeah. I love all her x-ray de- decorations. Oh my god, same. I was literally apartment. thinking that. Yeah, she's got like so one of those cute. x-ray lights behind yeah. the couch. And she has like x-rays up on it, which looks really fucking cool. And then she has a, uh, on her back of her laptop is an x-ray It's pretty like, decoration. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, she's like in it. So she like agrees. She's like, okay, fine, because I'm poor. I need money, yeah. But then that night she's like... I think she's just home, or she's like, I don't know where she is, but she, but the teacher calls her, and he's like, such a dick, and he's like, yeah. you missed my class, blah, blah, blah. you gotta stop fucking up me, why yeah. are you so obsessed with me, yeah, fucking leave me alone, why are you so obsessed with me, you're fully inappropriate, you're a grown ass man, you're being fucking weird, Ugh. so yeah, she goes, she meets at this veterinary clinic with Betty Boof, Betty Boof's niece, who's just kind of there, who's a coke addict, apparently, yeah, and then she introduces her to her friend who's getting the procedure done. And right off the bat, we've got another creepy looking fucking person who with, looks like a fucking plastic doll, which right. is entirely intentional. And she's this blonde girl. She's had obviously a lot of work done already. Her lips are like fucking Super blasted huge. and huge. She's got like her face is so done up that it's completely smooth. Like she has no wrinkles. Like she looks like you know how when people have lots of plastic surgery and they kind of start looking feline. Yes, it's like that. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. got like the small eyes. Mm-hmm. So she basically says she she's clearly looking this way on purpose. She wants to look like a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. And then she explains that she wants to further it to the next step and remove her nipples. Yeah, she, like, says, like, she... She's like, no one thing. sees dolls as sex yeah, objects. No Me and Christina were like, that's a fucking dolls. lie. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? People sexualize everything. And also, so basically this woman is asking to be turned a into real life a Barbie. Doll. Yes. Yes. So she asks to get her nipples removed, and she asks for Mary to sew up her vagina as much as humanly possible yeah. to make it look like a Barbie's, like, smooth area yeah. between the legs. So, Which is fucking, ugh. I mean, whatever. She it's can, your prerogative. She can do whatever she wants. But, like, her whole, like, logic behind it is flawed because Barbies have been sexualized since the moment. Barbie started from... She needs to Barbie read. was originally based off of a comic book character, I think in, like, France or something. Who was a sex worker? Um, so yeah, don't come at me with the dolls aren't sexualized, and you know that they are. You know that they are. Fucking My Little Pony is sexualized. Yeah. Why wouldn't fucking okay. Barbie dolls be sexualized? You know what? Also, I okay. I liked how that scene was written where she was like telling her like, but they never straight up just say I want to be a Barbie doll, and like they could have said that. Yeah. And then we like it wouldn't have ruin the integrity of the scene or what was going on or anything like that. So I think that bothered me too. Because I was like, why don't they just say she wants to be a Barbie? They could just say that. But I think when they were writing it, they were trying to be like coy about it or something. And 
They were trying to make a lead up to it. Yeah, it just didn't... Because even, like, I had to, like, tell you guys, like, oh, she wants to be a Barbie doll. You know what I mean? Like, well, I knew, but the boys didn't because the boys are stupid. Dumb. So she does it, and it works. It goes through, and yeah. you see her. Then it transitions to her like doing rounds at a hospital for the school, and she's being taught, or they're being taught, basically how to like tell families that their loved one is like dead or whatever. And she has to go out and like tell this like family that this guy had a heart attack and that he died. Did he actually die? Do we even know if that was a real person? I'm, I'm no, no, but. Because she just, you never see this person. Yeah, you never see, like, the case or anything. Yeah. I think the point was to show that Mary is not really good at yeah. outside manner. She's not at all. She just tells him and then leaves. Yeah. And just leaves the family crying. Like, she's just not empathetic for that kind of thing. And so she wouldn't be a good surgeon, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, she wouldn't be, on that side, like, she's very skilled. But yeah. she wouldn't be very, like, empathetic yeah. to families. And then, and also the other, the doctor that she's working under is also hella fucking creepy. Dr. Walsh. Dr. Walsh. And it's Dr. Grant, which is her teacher, and then Dr. Walsh is the other doctor at the hospital. And they're talking, and then they ask, they invite her to a party um, that I guess a bunch of the surgical people are going to be at or something, blah, blah, blah. And it's at, like, I think it's at Walsh's place or something, maybe. I I feel like it's the other doctor. It's in somebody's apartment, and I can't. Yeah, recall which one of it is so she agrees yeah I she, hate everything well and then she sees uh, she sees Beatrice outside and Beatrice gives her a gift from Ruby is Ruby I think is I think it's Ruby the yeah woman, the Barbie doll the Barbie doll woman. and it's this beautiful dress mm-hmm. that she wears to the party it's like gorgeous gorgeous she, she looks, looks incredible in it amazing in yeah it. and she wears it to the party um, I even wrote I wrote before she even gets the party, I was like, these doctors are going to be way more fucked up than the body mod community. Yeah. Like, also, you know what's funny? We missed a part. There, she got. A, she also got a phone call from, I think, a restaurant she worked at. Oh, right. They basically told her that, like, it's That's shutting cool. down. Yeah. To further be like, she needs money. Yeah. Just yeah. to, like, throw that in there. Like, oh, by the way, she is actually broke. Yeah. She needs money. So just, yeah. So, yeah. So she goes over to this. Ugh. I don't even party. <laughs> like, hate and it so much. They give her drinks. And well, the thing is, she walks in. She gets greeted by this fucking weird ass dude, mm-hmm. who's also a surgeon. Mm-hmm. But you see her as she's walking by. You see a girl behind mm-hmm. her wearing lingerie, and she's exchanging money mm-hmm. with a guy. And then she's getting taken into another room with another guy. So there's something weird, like some prostitution thing happening there. And I'm like, first of all. Why isn't she noticing this? Mm-hmm. And then, but she just, the other guy's kind of, guess, just distracting her and mm-hmm. walking her through the party. And then you see her, the guy is so fucking weird. And he's like, oh, I'll get you a drink. Like, blah, blah, blah. He runs over, grabs her a drink. And literally the first thing we're thinking is never fucking take drinks from strangers. Yep. Never. Just don't fucking do it. I think that he was rolling, too. He oh, yeah. Like he was on something. something. Yeah. He was super hype. Mm-hmm. And... Then Walsh comes over. She's, like, a little nervous, whatever. And you see, like, a couple guys on a couch behind her just, like, hanging out drinking. And she's talking to Walsh. And... Wait! Forgot one thing. Hmm. Before she goes to the party, she's at her apartment. And she's looking up body mod stuff online. Yes. And she, she finds with, Ruby. 
Yes. Website. Yeah. And she looks at it and she's like, oh my God, I did such a good job. Uh, and then she finds the... Abstract Me? Yes. Is what the website's called? Uh, this website about, uh, like, a body mod community website. Yeah, it's, and, like, extreme body mod stuff. Like Yeah, and so when they... So she goes to the website and there's this, like, screamo music playing. Yeah. And the screamo music, I thought, was screaming, Camp Rock! Was <laughs> Camp Rock! <laughs> Camp Rock! <laughs> they just really love Camp Rock, guys. I get it. This is real. This is me. Yep. I move that thing that I suppose to be. Mm-hmm. I won't say anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, we're back. Back on. to the party. Back to the party. So Walsh, she drinks the first full drink pretty quickly because she's nervous. Well, and they keep telling her to drink. Too. Yeah. And then, so Walsh comes over, chats with her for a bit, and is like, here, I'll grab you another drink. I'm like, fucking no. Don't fucking do it. And he wants to grab, he goes to grab her another one, and then she starts talking to Grant, Dr. Grant. And and he's being his usual fucking weird, brusque, creepy, weird, fucking self. creepy. Like, he's, like, obsessed with her, but he's angry at her, and he keeps saying shit. Like, yeah. he thinks that he's being this, like, tutor, like, this hardcore yeah, tutor. Yeah, like a mentor. Yeah, but he's literally saying nothing. Yeah. Words are just coming out. They don't mean anything. Yeah. And so at this point, because they're sitting together at this point, is when you notice that there's some fucking weird shit going on in the kitchen behind them. Or you see somebody, which looks like a female, on this kitchen counter, and it looks like her tits are out, and people are just doing weird shit around her, but it's blurred, Mm -hmm. so you can't really Mm -hmm. see it. And I was like, what the fuck is going on back there? Then you notice, if it finally comes to fruition, that she's been fucking drugged. Mm -hmm. And she starts like... It, like, pans to her view of Grant, and she's, like, her vision is blurred, and yeah. she's, like, starting to not understand, and he's talking about how, ooh, like, where did this, like, nice fancy dress come from? Like, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And, um, then he takes her into a bedroom, and he rapes her violently and films it. So... We can just say that. And that's all we have to say about it. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I covered my ears and yeah. my eyes. Um, I did write pretty quickly into it. Even before I knew that she wasn't going to get out of it. Was, I wrote, oh, she's going to kill him brutally. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was really hoping that, like. Which we, I mean, that's just how it is. You hope that someone comes in or there's an intervening or she somehow yeah snaps out of it and runs away. But. That's not what happens. And it's really, really rough. And anyone who watches the movie, I wouldn't I wouldn't skip this movie altogether because of it, but I know that some people need to. But it's pretty obvious when it happens and you can easily fast forward. Yeah, definitely fast forward yeah. through it. So it's about I'd say it's like a three minute scene. Yeah. So um But Man, that scene where she wakes up though. So she wakes up He's sleeping in next bed to with her. her, which is fucking disgusting. I'm like, what did you think this was a romantic encounter, dude? Like fucking you're gonna gross. wake up next to her? So awful. And she just looks so fucking sad. Yeah, she's so like upsetting. Like she's just in bed and she's got like she clearly has not slept. She's been awake all night because mm-hmm. her eyes she's are just, like open and she's she just, just finally looks, sober enough that she yeah. can get up. And she's just like got like tears running down her face and it's just like. Horrible. Mm-hmm. 
And she goes into, like, this elevator and leaves. And she's, like, definitely in a dissociative state. Oh, yeah. She's fully dissociated. Um, and she goes home, and she kind of throws a fit and, like, breaks some stuff. Breaks some shit in her apartment. Yeah. Which is fine. And then she goes to Billy, and she's, like, want to make $5,000? Yeah. She goes to Billy and, like, throws the money at him and is, mm-hmm. like, want to make $5,000? And then you just cut back to her apartment again, and you see Billy there. And what's his face? The Lance. Lance. And he's like, okay, we'll just call us when you're done. And she's like, well, I'm not going to be done until, like, tomorrow night. Yeah. So just go home. Yep. And they leave, and she walks further her into her apartment, and you just hear, like, somebody, like, moaning. And... Yeah, she's got tarps up. Yeah. And she's wearing this, like, really, she's, like... Yeah. Sick, sexy... Apron. Leathery apron. Yeah. And she definitely has just, like bra and panties underneath it. Yes. And she has full heel on. Mm-hmm. She looks fucking stunning. She looks amazing. And I don't understand why she decided to wear that at this particular moment, but <laughs> I liked it. Well, yeah. It's like a subversion, I guess, of like, because a rib victim probably wouldn't want to dress sexy afterward, but it's also a revenge tale, so yeah. There's a certain aesthetic that comes with that. Right. Um, I mean, I'm not mad about it. No. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. She looked amazing. I was just kind of like, would you really be wearing mm-hmm. this? No. Thing? No, for sure not. Um, so she like, and then you finally see that she's managed to get, the reason she paid them was because they got Dr. Grant to her apartment and strapped him down to a table and pried his mouth open with a... What is it called? I can't remember what it's called, but it's the thing that they used to open up the cervix in in a gynecology office. Or the vagina. I don't know. I hate it so much. I hate it because I look at it and I'm like, wow, that actually, like, is used to open. Well, it's a good, like... It's a, it's a cool, like... Yeah. Like, I like that it was used in that scenario, yeah. but, like, I look at it and I'm like, wow, that's really used to, like, open vagina. Because like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, vagina shouldn't be open that wide. <laughs> like, no... Yeah. So his mouth is being, like, kept open so you can see, like, his teeth and shit. And she starts being like, oh, by the way, I'm going to drop out of the the surgical program and go into body modification. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, you always say that I shouldn't fuck up, so. And I should practice more. So I'm going to practice practice on on you. And she, like. She, like, lists off all these, like, Really popular ones. Like, tongue splitting teeth filing, uh, uh, gen- uh, genital, genital something, voluntary limb removal, removal. yeah, which is a thing. And um, um, what was the other one? Three D, uh, what's it called? Like three D tattooing or something like something that. Like that yeah. yeah. So she's gonna do all of that to him, mm-hmm. and she's like, "We better start now. This is a fourteen hour." Procedure. Procedure, and I want to get it all done in one session. And he's like, Yeah. And, and you're like, Fucking, fucking yes. yes. That's what you like. Don't be evil. Like, don't do evil shit. Don't be a disgusting piece of shit. Yeah. And then, like, and this won't happen to you. Revenge won't be taken upon you. Like, I don't understand. Which is bad. It's so easy not to do evil shit. But it was cool because you don't see. What happens when she starts, mm-hmm. you can just hear him start to scream. Yeah. 
but it like flashes to these pictures on her walls of all these like old fashioned fucking torture devices. Yep. Which I think was pretty cool. So yeah, so then she does. And you that don't thing. see him for a while after. Yeah. That. You do see him later, but you don't see him for you a while. You assume that well, I guess you don't really know what happened to him until you see no, him. No, it's true. But you could assume that he you died. Could assume that she just killed him. Yeah. So anyway, then we uh flash forward a little bit. Yeah, it's Oh yeah, because then she she's, then she's doing her doing practice. It. She does. She has her own. She works out of her apartment. She does body mount for people out of her apartment. Yeah. Um, like you see, because like right after that scene where she's torturing him, you see a girl who had just gotten her tongue right. split, and she's like checking it to make sure it's like fine. And it's funny because then there's another guy behind her, and he's like, "I just want some piercings." And she's like, "You're a fucking like, pussy. That's not what I do. Piercings? Get, Get the fuck out of here!" She's like, "Is that do you, is that what you think I do here? Piercings?" <laughs> she's like, Kick "She's hella mad. It's funny." Oh yeah, and then fucking the the cop shows up. Cop shows up. Who? I don't understand this cop. He's he's like an enigma because first of all, he has an accent. Like, not that cops can't have accents, but like. He has like He's an Australian very obviously accent. Australian like, or how the yeah. fuck did you get here yeah, and become an agent, like or a detective? Yeah, which happens, I know, but like it's just it's random. Still weird, and also he doesn't have a partner, which is, would not be a thing. Mm-hmm. He like definitely would be alone. working with a partner on this case. So he's like, Doctor Grant is missing, which is obviously like the guy she was just torturing. So yeah. at this point, you're like, oh, he's dead, or he's somewhere. Right. And she's like, oh, I don't know, like, Paul, like, she's kind of, like, brought so it up. Like, That's so weird. Like, whatever. And he's like, okay, like, just let us know if you hear anything or know anything. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then he leaves, and... And then we see Billy, and he's all, like... Obsessed with her. Yeah, we find out he's, like, obsessed with her. And he's, like, watching a girl strip, and he's imagining it he's as Mary. He's watching Beatrice strip. Beatrice strip, yeah. And she turns into Mary, and you're just like, okay, like... When that first happened, I was like, okay, I really don't give a shit if Billy has a crush on her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I have a crush on her. Everyone has a crush on her. Like, You will have fine. a crush on her. Yeah, it's fine. She's fucking perfect. But, so, that just, like, lays the foundation that Billy, like is totes into her mm-hmm. and then Beatrice she goes to coffee with Beatrice and Beatrice is like oh they go to Ruby's place yes and Beatrice is like I have something for you uh, at Ruby's place and Ruby's not in town but they go in and Mary finds this photo of Ruby and a man mm-hmm. on the mirror and she's like oh I didn't know Ruby had a boyfriend and then Beatrice is like oh she's got lots of boyfriends but that's her husband yeah and so then you're like, oh, her husband. Knowledge nugget. Great. Knowledge. Also, Keep like, it in there. interesting. Yeah. That, that she would have a husband. She would have a husband because, so to weird. be fair, yikes. So like, weird. Sorry, but yikes. So then she goes to, oh, she gives her the uh, contact information of the, I forgot what they called them, the something twins. Yeah, they're, they go under different names, uh, but they're German in the movie. Yeah. And they are literally the directors, the Softska twins. Yeah. And they run that abstract meat site. Yeah, they called them, like, the twins of something. But anyway, so it's their contact information because they heard about her and they want her to do a certain surgery for them. And so she contacts them and Billy lets her use the club to meet with them. Billy, one of the twins, like, attacks a stripper. 
Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's like, really weird. She goes up to her and like just starts making out with one of the strippers, and then she like bites her so hard that she starts bleeding, and the stripper starts crying, and then she just walks away. But she does like, throw, what? she does throw like a hundred dollar bill at her. But still, <laughs> I might be bit by a hot German girl if she threw a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, but like, it's a lot of blood there. Like, <laughs> that poor girl. So the twins are. They look like Avril Lavigne. And <laughs> they're hella creepy. Looking. They're hella creepy. They have the whole like, uh, what's it called? Like the the bow thing. Yeah, they have like a corset piercings on their back. Yeah, that has yes. that's tied with ribbons. Mm-hmm. And they like hold hands the whole time, and they're really like in sync and kiss me. And they're also fully incestual. Yes, for sure. They have to be. Yep, they for sure are. Because they're like just creepily into each other. And so they tell Mary, we want to be able to be a part of each other forever, even if one of us dies first. Mm-hmm. So what they want her to do is take off... Each of their left arms. Each of their left arms and, and swatch them. them. Which I'm like, all right. Sure. Why not? Then. But then they, they want. also want to look like a certain thing. And they look like these weird demon things. Yeah. So they, like, give her this drawing of what they want to look like and it's literally like an emaciated demon, demon creature woman thing with yeah. like horns and it's really weird so mary, and she's like sure why not yeah mary's like sure yeah we'll do it because mary's also like addicted to doing it, doing it now so she's like looking for a job and uh she needs help so she Billy gets to her this like German, like doctor this helper like who's German like helper. really random. Yeah, and he calls her Doctor Mengele um, before they start mm-hmm. uh, in German. But I got the like I got the gist of what he was saying. Uh, he calls her Doctor Mengele, and she like is like what? And he's like twins. And she's like yeah, twins, great. <laughs> I'm like yeah, which I thought was really funny. And she's wearing these fucking bomb-ass red scrubs. Oh my gosh, she the looks red so fucking good. They're so cute. I was living for the red scrubs. So, so they do the surgery. Yep. You know, oh, work. first, when she's talking to Billy after she meets with the twins, he's wearing this shirt with, like, a cow on it, and it says Farmulus. Like, fabulous, but it's Farmulus. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that at all. <laughs> I was like, What? Is that when he was wearing those weird-ass sunglasses? Yes. Like the pink sunglasses? Yes. He's an odd dude. He's so weird. So, so she does the surgery, and then she, after the surgery, while the girls are sleeping and resting. Okay. I've <laughs> been joined by a brain. Um, she... Oh, she goes to check on uh, Dr. Dr. Alan Grant. Dr. Alan Grant. We first find out where he's been this whole time. Mm-hmm. She's keeping him at this, like, abandoned warehouse. And he's like, it's fucking crazy when you first see him. That scene, that first shot of him is so good because it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Because he's just like, his arms and legs have been removed. He is hanging from hooks that are in the back and skin of his back. Right. He, his mouth has been sewn shut. Yep. He's been tattooed, I think, liar on his forehead. Yes. Um, he has its piercing and this piercing right here, too. In the I middle noticed. of his, like, the yeah. bridge of his nose or something. Also. Like between the eyebrows. Quick 
uh, at flashback Friday to Boxing Helena. With oh, yeah. The stumpiness. With the stumpy. <laughs> fucking stumpy throwback. Hella. Hella boxing Helena. And he doesn't have any limbs. He's, yeah, he's, got, he's a stumpy guy. Yeah, and she's done a few other things, but you can't really see them. But that's like yeah. the most obvious part. And she goes over and she starts being like, what can I do yeah, she's like, oh, because she, she starts taking pictures of him for the website that the twins say they're going to set up for her. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I need to take pictures. And I'm like, honey, you can't post that, that on that's the not, internet. Yeah. That's a that's a missing man. He's a missing person. He's a missing person, yeah. You can't. You can't do that. Which I, all, I was wondering the second time I watched it, like, is she so dissociative that she doesn't realize that she'll get caught by posting those photos? Or does she... Of course, I think maybe those were just for herself, because at the very end, you see that book of all the pictures. That's true. Of just him. Yeah. So maybe those were just for her, and she was just, like, being weird in that moment. But, um, he starts, like, crying and snotting everywhere. Yeah, it's so gross. gross. I'm like, well, you're fucking gross anyway, so fuck you. And then this, oh yeah, like, fuck him. Seriously. Yeah, I don't give a shit about this guy at all. He deserves every moment of what happened to him. Um, so then this poor, sweet, well-meaning security guard <laughs> knocks Mary out because he finds them together. <laughs> yeah. He just knocks her the fuck out. And he's like, oh my God, fuck, like, oh. He's like, oh my God, okay, I'm going to help you, dude. And he, like, gets him down. And then Mary, like, fucking wails on him. Yeah, she finds a fucking knife and she just fucking goes to yeah. fucking town. And she, he did. Who hella dead. He's just, like, a bloody lump of meat. Yeah. By the time she's done. And Dr. Allen... Uh, trying to shimmy his stumpy ass away. He got away. pretty far. He did get pretty far. I don't know how. Like, where did he yeah. get? Where did he garner this training from to shimmy his away? <laughs> away. He did a good job. I was like, okay. Um, but her, uh, when she's done killing the security guard, and she stands up. And she's, and like, she's covered, covered in, blood. in blood. And she's looking at him. She's so scary. Fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So, so scary, but really cool. And then she tases him. And, and at that point, you don't see what happens, but he, he's he dead. Dies. He dies. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, she tases him in the neck, so I'm yeah. like, maybe he died from that, or... Maybe. Or she just killed him and was like, I'm done with you. Yeah. It's not worth it anymore. She also, like, had told Billy about the officer, the cop, and how he had mentioned Dr. Walsh. Well, that comes later because she gets a new apartment now that she's, like, hella rich. Yes. And she gets this, like, even bigger fucking loft that has its own, like, separate room for her she's surgeries. She's really feeling herself. She's got, like, a studio so she can take photos for the website yeah. with all these, like, modifications she's done. And I love how where the bitch, like, lifts her shirt and she's got, it's like, like, heart, heart nipples. nipples. And she's like, yeah! I was like, <laughs> honey, I'm, like, settle down. But all those people are actual body mod people. People. They're like, that's pretty cool. They though. really did that to their body, which is oh, yeah. good for them. She got heart nipples. Yeah. And then, so she uh, sends one patient out because the cop is coming up to her apartment and wants to talk to her. And that's when he mentions that they found out that the doctors had been involved because now Walsh is missing yeah. because she had mentioned Walsh to, Walsh to Billy. Billy. And then Billy got Walsh and killed Kill. him. Yeah. Beat the shit out Beat of him the and killed him. So she's like, now Walsh is missing. And she's like, oh, really? Huh? And 
that's when he's like, oh, we found out that they were involved in some sex party shit where yeah. they took advantage of girls and videotaped themselves, yeah. taking advantage of them. And she was like, was I on the tapes? And he said no, because Billy had gotten a hold of her tape and took yeah. it or deleted it or something. So Billy, like, we see, like, a clip clip of Billy watching the tape and being really pissed off about yeah, it. Yeah, he's, like, horrified. Yeah, he's really mad. And so he's like, I know you're a victim. We just want to help you. Just tell us, like, or help us, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, just not. She doesn't want to talk about it. She just wants to, like, sweep it under the rug and let it go. Right. And, and she's also gotten her revenge already, so she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't need his help. Yeah. She's like, I'm over it. I'm done. I will give credit to the cop that he, even though he should have a partner. It's yes. ridiculous. He actually did a really good job. Yeah. He did everything he was supposed to do. Yeah. He didn't, like, push her too hard. He tried to listen. He knew she was a victim. And he seemed to feel, like, truly care about her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was like, I don't want anything bad to happen to you, blah, blah, blah. But then she's like, okay, well, whatever. And then she just, like, kind of, like, makes him. He just, like, leaves. Oh, but she was gonna uh, roofie him. She was gonna roofie him. But then he is so was nice so to nice her. to her because she was like, "Oh, there's a chip in that glass. Let me get you a new yeah. one." But she was straight up gonna roofie him and probably kill him. Yeah. And then it was it, as the uh, as the cop was coming up to her apartment, her phone was ringing and she didn't answer it. Right. So she checks her messages after he leaves, and in that message, she finds out that her nana has died. And that's when she completely shuts off. Completely shuts down. She does. She's just like you can see it, like the last emotional. Thing that, yeah, tied to this human earth has left her. Yeah. And she's like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Well, it's crazy because, like, after the assault, like, she's a completely different person. She does, yeah. And it's she just, like, just, like, doesn't smile. She's, like, a complete mm-hmm. shell of her former self, mm-hmm. and it makes me so fucking sad. It's really sad. When I see it, because she did a really good job, but she's just, like, is empty inside, and I'm just like, this is horrible. Right. And she goes to... Oh! Damn. There's so many, like, little scenes that yeah. they show. There's the scene, like, in between all of that where Ruby and her husband are at, are at her, apartment. her apartment. And he's, like, putting a necklace around her neck. And, yeah, and they're obviously, there. like, having a romantic moment. Yeah. And she opens up her robe and he, he sees, sees what the body modification is. And we see his face, like, contort into, like, pure, like, violent anger. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And then she looks terrified. Yeah. And then it just, like, cuts away. Yeah. So then, so Mary's Nana dies. She goes. She goes back to the club. Yeah. And then she's like. <laughs> Sees fucking Billy getting head from a blonde girl. <laughs> <laughs> she gets hella pissed. Yes. And she scares the shit out of this blonde girl in the bathroom. Like, well, she's like, going to cut so her the, up. The blonde girl goes in the bathroom to, like, brush her teeth. And there's two other girls in there with her. And as soon as Mary enters, those two girls are like, we're fucking out. Yeah, and they just, yeah. like, run out. Yeah. And she's like, okay, whatever. And then she just finishes. And then she goes into the stall. And then you see, like, Mary, like, preparing all of her shit. And you're like, oh, my God, she's going to fuck this girl. Yeah, so she's going to cut up this girl. And the girl is watching her, and she's, like, getting more and more, like, she's, like hyperventilating. Yeah. And then Mary, like, grabs her from the bathroom, like, the toilet, and, like... Starts, like, strangling her. Yeah. And, like, she's looking up into the security guard, because the security video, because she knows that Billy's watching. Yeah. And she's basically... It's just, a like, a power play. Mm-hmm. She's just scaring this girl, and it's, like, she says it... She says it later, because the girl runs out, um... Into like out the into the parking lot. lot, and she's just like wrong place, 
Wrong dick in your mouth. Yeah. Wrong, yeah. Wrong place at the wrong time, wrong dick in your mouth. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like, it's not even that Mary's in love with Billy. She's no. just like, doesn't want anyone else to. It's territorial. Yes, it's territorial. And as women, uh, we get it. Uh-huh. Is it good? No. 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 But I get it. Yep. And then... And then she, uh, Billy has another fantasy about her. Right. He is, like, in his office. He starts having this fantasy where she comes in in that same fucking lingerie outfit and starts massaging him. Because he's watching the massage security video from when she first Mm -hmm. came and interviewed with him. Mm -hmm. And so she starts massaging him and then, like, kissing him. And then she pulls out, like, a scalpel. And then she stabs him in the stomach. Yeah, and she's just like, hey. And he's like, Yeah, he, like, throws her off. But then she comes back toward him. And then he, like, wakes up and it was just a dream. It's a dream. Which just shows that Billy... Yes, is infatuated with Equal her. Equal parts obsessed and terrified. hella scared of her. Yeah. Which is fair. We did forget the cute scene between her and Lance, which I love. Oh, yeah. So, like, after she kills a security guard and uh, Dr. Grant, Grant, she, like, sits down and she's like, uh-huh, with Lance. And mm-hmm. Lance bought her food. And Lance is the big security guard. He's, like, the muscle guy. And... He has this little monologue where where she she's like he's like you shouldn't feel bad for like killing those guys and she's like they're still humans I should feel bad and then he gives her this monologue where he talks about how his mom had a break and enter into her house and this guy and he almost beat her to death with an umbrella. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lance talks about how like he wishes that he knew Mary when that when happened, he, when that happened um, and when he found him because like he would have had her take care of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "Don't you ever feel bad about what you do?" And I just thought that was really interesting. It was a really cute scene. Um, you really get like you're like, "Oh, Lance is kind of cute. Like he's brush and they're friends." Um, but it, like, definitely validates, like, Mary and what she does. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that what she does is, like, ethical or anything, but, like, no. she... <laughs> no. But he's just saying, like, I wish I knew you when I had someone who mm-hmm. needed that kind of revenge done mm-hmm. on them. So, anyway, so they go... Oh, they're... So, Mary is, shows up at the... Oh, no. She's talking to Billy. At the bar. At the bar. And she has this hot white dress on. Yeah, she looks so fucking good. Holy fuck. And Billy's, like, talking about how they could, like, go to L.A. together. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, talking about ways to drive to L.A. from Seattle. She's like, we could just take a plane. <laughs> but the way that he talks about it. he's like, is, no. It's so funny. Be, be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and so it's kind of like this cute like oh what if we did do this thing together like what if we had a normal thing together which they could never have because they're both like crazy crazy and like criminals and he's like well will you think about it and she's like I'll think about it and And that's when he tells us that Beatrice quit right Beatrice quit He's like, I tried calling her like a dozen times. She's not answering and she hasn't shown up. So she quit, basically. Yeah. Okay. And then the end. So. 
Beatrice, or not Beatrice, but uh, Mary goes home. She goes back to her apartment. And Beatrice calls her. Yes. And she's like, Beatrice, what do you want? I know you quit. What the fuck? <laughs> and Beatrice is like distraught. She can like, you can like barely understand what she's saying over the phone. And then you see her and she's in her apartment and she's been beaten the fuck yeah. out of. And she's like trying to explain basically that it was Ruby's husband mm-hmm. forced information out of her because he was like, who did this to my wife basically? Right. And yeah. he was like, he made me do it. Like he made me tell. And then all of a sudden fucking hubby dude just like Is pops there? up out of the goddamn woodwork and stabs her in the stomach. Yes, he's there, and you're just like, whoa, and yeah, he stabs her real good, and then she kills him. She, like, rips his throat out with her yeah. teeth or something. She straight yeah. up kills him, and then she crawls, is bleeding out, like, her yeah. white dress is fully red now, Yeah, and she's like, crawls to her surgery area and grabs, like, her the shit. suturing stuff and tries to fix herself and it doesn't work no because then it cuts to the cops are all there including the detective and they're all there and they see this like photo album of all the polaroids she took of alan grant in yep. the warehouse yeah and then you just see her like dead on the table she's on with this on the floor with yeah. the, the stuff still in her hands um she's dead in a very like crucifix yeah, type like of Jesus on the cross thing. Jesus on the cross thing. If you look at the way the blood is splattered, mm-hmm. it looks like her cross. And her arms are like out to her sides. Yep. It's very uh, religious. Got some religious symbolism. Yeah. Anyway, but then that's the end. That's and the end. yeah. Really liked it. Really great. I really, from really, the really, scene, I really, really liked it. It's really good. So. Drop some knowledge on me. Okay, so. The Sasuke or Sasuke? Do you think? Sasuke. The Sasuke? I don't know. The Sasuke sisters? The Sasuke. The Sasuke sisters. Okay, here's just like a couple things. Like, just like trivia thingies. <laughs> the Sasuke sisters' parents remortgaged their house in order to raise money to finance this movie. Wow. Um, Some good parents right there. I know. Moreover, both the parents horse. make cameo appearances in the movie. <gasps> what? Liz. Liz. Trying to think of where we would have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, the song Ave Maria is played three times throughout the movie the inc- with increasing levels of skill oh. to uh, parallel Mary's her abilities growing interesting mm-hmm. so it starts amateur at the very beginning when she's a student intermediate at a personal uh, professional uh, and a professional stroke again what? <laughs> <laughs> oh okay yeah so it just like the last one we, the last song you hear is Ave Maria, and mm-hmm. it's like the very like professional recording of it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. So Jen and Sylvia Soska were born on their mother's birthday, oh. April 29th, in Canada. Canada. <laughs> Canada. The twins graduated from Argyle Secondary School, which sounds like a Hogwarts type mm-hmm. like magic school. We don't know what goes on in Canada, right? Their love of horror began at an early age when their mother gave in to their constant begging to watch the poltergeist. <laughs> um, they decided to work in the movie horror, horror movie genre initially as actresses uh, and worked on several different, like, various films, but were unhappy with the stereotypical twin roles that they were getting mm-hmm. 
And so they decided to start making their own media. Nice. <clears throat> so uh, first they made Dead Hooker in a Trunk. I want to see it. Which now I really want to see. Which probably added um, to the list, to be honest. Yeah. So they made... Is it almost? But maybe it's not considered like horror. What? Dead, dead Hooker in a Trunk. Is it not on the list? I don't think so. Maybe. It might be. I have to check. It was written, produced, and directed by the twins. It was their first film. It was uh, shot for $2,500. And it hasn't... Really? Yeah. It was. It hasn't... Um, it has an overall rating of 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yeah. This is, like, fucking incredible. Yeah. For your first film. And it's... Made on, like, budget. no money. Yeah. Yeah. So they twin star in the film as twin sisters, uh, badass and geek. Nice. Uh, then they made American Mary. They decided to make American Mary because they made Dead Hooker in the Trunk to hopefully get better acting roles. But then they realized that like not only is it the acting that women are struggling with in the industry, but also the directing shit. All of it. So they were like, okay, we're just going to keep directing shit. American Mary was shown at the Film for Fright Fest, Toronto After Dark Film Festival, and Monster Fest. And it gained uh, positive reviews. And they make, oh, they make appearance in the film playing twins known as the Demon Twins of Berlin. There it is. That's what it is. They also made See No Evil 2. Interesting. And a movie called Vendetta. And ABCs of Death mm. 2. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Oh, that's, they directed a segment in ABCs oh, of ABC's Death 2. Okay. Yeah, called Torture Porn. T is for Torture Porn. They cameo in all of their films. Uh, they have... Uh, Hitchcock is a really big influence for them. Uh, that's why they also always killed the blondes. Mm-hmm. They didn't kill any blondes in American Mary. They did. Who? Fucking Ruby. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Barbie Dale Blonde. That's true. They've been working on a monster horror movie called The Hob. The Hob. And let's see. They have yet to find a studio to back it. But uh, as of last year, they're also co-writing and directing Rabid, which is a remake of the David Cronenberg classic of the same name from 1977. Hmm. So that's sh- coming out at some point, I guess. <laughs> so Jen and Sylvia are passionate about raising awareness for blood donation causes. Hmm. Um, they and curate a new blood donation PSA anthology up for women in horror month. What? <laughs> Never mind. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Can't get into that sound farm. <laughs> Tried. Christina's losing her mind. Okay, so they love blood. The end. Okay. Cool. <sighs> Nailed it. Jen and Sylvia have um, also worked as writers for Marvel Comics. Fuck. They wrote a story featuring Night Nurse for Marvel's Secret Wars Journal number 5 in 2015. They wrote a short story called The Ripley, which uh, is a Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool story. And an Avengers Halloween special in 2018. Mm-hmm. In January 2019, 
like yesterday. Yeah. Um, they were, they started, it was announced that they started writing a Black Widow comic for Marvel. Interesting. It's going to be called, let's see, where they take, what? Okay. (laughs) Christina can't read. (laughs) It's called Seeing Red. Uh, I bet they'd make a really good Black Widow I know, I'm so excited about it. I bet it would be fucking dope. I'm hella excited about it. They've also teamed up with, no, I'm not going to read Christina. Oh, this is what I'm looking for. Do you know okay. anything of what you're going to read? <laughs> She's like, what? 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 <laughs> Delete all of this. No. I don't need the sisters, the sisters thing. I'm stupid. I love that. stupid. You're just, you just can't read it. <laughs> can't read that sentence. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The twins were also hosts of both seasons of the Blumhouse produced Elevator on GSN. They appear yes. of the, as themselves. <laughs> In the horror documentary series. <laughs> so angry. On GSN! <laughs> okay, have you seen Elevator? No, I want to, though. It is wild. Yeah. Yeah, I remember we watched... like a horror contest game or something? Yeah, so it's like... Um, it's basically like escape rooms. Mm. Um, but they are these, like... the As the hosts, they kind of, like... Each episode has a different story around, like, what's going on in the escape room, obviously. And um, they, like, are basically, like say really creepy, goofy things um, at the contestants the whole time. And um, it's really fun, actually. I watched a few episodes, like, back when it aired, and I was like, this is kind of goofy. And they look like they're having, like, the best time of their lives. Yeah. They love it so much. So, if anyone's... You haven't seen Elevator, it's really fun. And if you like competition reality, it's good times. Anyway, that's the Sasuke sisters. That's the Sasuke sisters. Yay! Yay! Uh. <coughs> Alright. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have to prepare myself for that. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, well, my movie, my movie was Blood Diner, uh. which was made in, like, the 80s, I think. Who the fuck cares? I don't know. But it was directed by Jackie Kong. Jackie, what okay, the Jackie. fuck? Okay, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. Oh my god. I am so excited to hear what fucking she has to say about She's got herself. She has some interesting thoughts about Okay. Anyway. We'll start Let's with just this. fucking dive in because there is no way I can prepare you for what you're about to <laughs> listen to. So... If you've never seen Blood Diner, just like a quick overview. It's like a story about these two brothers who run this diner and they like resurrect the brain of their dead uncle using these fucking amulets and this weird ass fucking spell shit. And their goal is to assemble a bunch of body parts from a bunch of different immoral women to create and re like like recreate the goddess Sheetar. Oh god. Who's the immoral goddess Sheetar. Yes. Literally, it's just Ishtar, but said differently. And they literally, the only reason they would even bring her back is because she's going to, like, just create a huge bloody orgy. Yeah, that's literally the, the only reason. And you're like, but... It's fucking stupid. That sounds, anyway, like, exhausting. It, the whole movie is exhausting. I watched it in two different <sighs> yeah. segments because first... <laughs> Well, Christina mentioned earlier, maybe don't eat when you're watching it. Yeah. Because there are some really, like, like honestly, like, the blood is really cheap and shitty, but there are some yeah. kind of parts where you're like, mm, I don't really There's some really nasty spots. Yeah. Spot so I, like, 
watched half of it and then I stopped because I wanted to eat dinner and then I watched the other half of it like two days later. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, it starts with the I'm disclaimer. Tired already. Um, yeah, it starts with the disclaimer that I posted on the story and it's like, all of the cannibalism was done by They're professionals like, or we something. We know that there's these horrible people out there who do occult things at each other and we're not saying that that's okay, but... Oh, just know that all of this is, like, professionally done. Yeah, it's just a silly... But none of the shit in the movie is, like, accurate. No, it's horrible. Or legit. No. No. (laughs) No. Like, they're acting like you're about to see an almost documentary about, like, occult practices. And that is the exact opposite of what you see. Yeah, it's not at all what you see. So... It was funny, you know, a little chuckle on me, but, you know, honestly, that was about it. So, it starts with these two little boys in their mom's house. The mom literally calls them shitheads, yeah. which I love. Where are you little shitheads? And she's getting ready to go out, so she's like, Mom, just take care of yourselves. And she grabs her shit and she leaves. A couple minutes later, they're listening to the radio, and it's this... Wait, first. I just have to say. One little boy? These two kids are brothers. Yeah. One they're... little boy is fully, like... I don't know, maybe like Polynesian? And one is straight up white. Caucasian ass. Like they are not the same ethnicity. They're not the same. In they're any not way. related and they're under any circumstances. <laughs> no. But they're supposed to be. So <laughs> and so they're listening on the radio and on the radio they're talking about this madman who's going around and butchering people. In one hand he has a butcher knife and the other he has his genitals. It's literally what they say on the radio. And I was like, yo. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, the this fucking crazy person shows up at their front door and starts, like, smashing their front door in, very fucking Jack Nicholson from The Shining, yeah. and fucking kicks the door in. He's got, like, a butcher knife in his hand. I, his genitals were not in his other no. hand, so and, I was misled. Right? Exactly. Where I the was fuck very are misled. Where the fuck are his genitals? And he talks about his genitals a lot in this so movie. So much. So I'm expecting, like, right. schlong city. Well, he calls it, yeah, he keeps calling he calls it a schlong. schlong. And he, at one point, says, uh, I'll show you what machismo is. And I'm like, well, I don't fucking see anything. No. I was misled, and also, he clearly, like, thinks very highly of himself. So I was promised schlong. I didn't get any. Yeah, so that's seriously. where I'm at right so, now. So Uncle Amwar, you can shut the fuck Shut the fuck up. up. Anyway, goddamn schlong. So that's their uncle, apparently, who is the crazy person going around killing everybody. And he sits down and starts talking to them, and they're just like, oh my god, it's Uncle Amar. And I'm like, are y'all not even the least bit fucking terrified of this dude? Like, he is all covered in blood, and he's got a fucking knife in his hand. I have a question for you. Uh So before Uncle Amar shows up, they're like, one of them is like, okay, I'm ready for Spunky. And they go and get this precious little Pomeranian Mm -hmm. that they have. And I was worried that they were going to, like... Do something to it? Do something to Spunky. Mm-hmm. I thought Spunky was in danger, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and Spunky was hella fucking cute. Nothing nothing happened to Spunky, so no, it's okay. thank God. And we were concerned for I was a little worried. He was cute. Um, if anything happened to Spunky, I would turn off that movie immediately. And immediately, and that'd be it. So, okay. So, I watched it with subtitles. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And when Uncle Anwar starts speaking, it says... Egyptian accent. No. And first no. of all, it's not an Egyptian accent. It's not an Egyptian accent. accent. But so then I was like, oh, I guess he's Egyptian. And they kind of say throughout the movie that they are Egyptian. 
But there's a lot of Egyptian like allusions yeah. in it. Honestly, this movie is hella offensive to Egyptian people. Like it really is. dating an Egyptian man. So. And I'm I'm like offended by proxy. Mm-hmm. Which is me being offended for her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So he's like talking to them. He's, I don't even like I don't even remember what he said. But he's like giving them he's, these amulets. And yeah. shit. He's like, okay, so you have to like do this thing or something. I don't know, I but don't there's police outside, and so I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> and so Ben goes out into the police, and they shoot him and they kill him. But they are left with these two like supposedly magical amulets, and. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> fucking whatever. Um, so they they grow up and like they grow up and immediately like, the first thing you see of them is they are going to the, the gravesite of their uncle, right? And they to, kill and the they're grave. Opening, they're like shoveling his grave, blah, blah blah. And the guy, the security guard or the cop who's patrolling the area, goes and he sees them and he tries to like, he's like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And they like smash his face in with a fucking shovel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The fucking white brother, his name is George, by the way. Georgie. Georgie. <laughs> picks the dead cop bodies up, right? <laughs> Just picks the body up. And the, the fucking prosthesis for how the injury was, was fucking terrible. It's like made his eye look slightly bulged out and like stupid. And like he just is just dead now. <laughs> And this dude chucks this man's body just off to the side like it weighs fucking yeah. nothing. It just like flies out of his hands. And it's so Ugh. fucking weird. And yeah, so then they... Well, okay, as grown-ups. Mm-hmm. So there's Georgie and Mikey. Mm-hmm. So Georgie's the white ass. Like, he's like so white. White bread ass. White bread. Mikey looks like maybe a... Native American poor man's Christian Slater. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Also not white. No. Also keep saying they're Egyptian, but neither of them look Egyptian. No. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. So then they uh, see the remains of their uncle and they fucking like they just like press the guy's head and his fucking brain comes flying out. Oh yeah. And they just like grab it. And, and like, his eyes. And his eyes. And they grab the guy's brain. Because it's funny about his eyes because, like, his eyes would have, did, like, dissolved yeah. by then. Did Why he look like he had eyes, eyes when they first resurrected Exactly. <laughs> anyway, they put this guy's brains and eyes literally in a jar. And they do this, like, ritual to, like, bring him back to life through his brain. So he's literally just a talking brain with eyes the whole movie. Yep. That's where we're at, people. In a jar. That's where mm-hmm. that... When that happened, I was like, oh, okay, this is This the is movie. what's happening. Okay, yeah. understood. Yeah. But then I still wasn't ready for anything that no. happened. No. So, and then it cuts to these cops, right? The cop. The cop who, the, the, uh, the lead cop or whatever, the yeah. head guy, he actually probably might be Middle Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure that voice is not his voice. No, the cops were all ADR'd. Yeah. To fully. the nines. Like, yeah. all of them. I said right here, I was like, that had to be fucking voiceover, right? <laughs> all like, of it. it just all of it was None ADR'd. of it make, it's yeah. just weird. 
So the cop is like, and this is another cop who has like an accent. Well, you know what? The lady cop is like probably what where is she from? She's got some weird accent that like, like transitions from like yeah, it's British really weird. to fucking whatever. Anyway, so there's this cop, there's like the commissioner guy or whatever, like the I don't even know. And the chief. Like, the chief. The chief, yeah. And he's like prob he has a weird accent. He's probably actually Middle Eastern. Yeah. Anyone else in the He sounds like he might be like Israeli or something. Yeah. And then he's talking to this, like, Guido type. Fucking, like, gold chain, fucking chest hair poking yeah, out, bullshit like, ass. Definitely, Thick like, eyebrowed. Very thick eyebrowed. But not cute. But not. Yeah. But he was, like, my favorite line was when the, oh, did you write down his name, the cop's name? I didn't. I okay. was just, like, shook by how gross he looked and how dumb his voice sounded. Yeah, so he says something, like, really offensive or, like, Womanizing. Yeah, he's very womanizing. Yeah. And then the chief is like, he sits out and he's like, oh, you're the craziest, but you're a damn good cop. Like, yeah. Basically, like, you're like, you're kind of a horrible person, but you're a damn good cop. And I was like, what? Okay. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to bring on um, a fucking (laughs) female detective to help you out Mm -hmm. and shit or whatever. And because they're researching the grave robbery, right? Is that where we're at right now? Yeah, but they had already started killing people, too. Had they yet? At the restaurant. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. So, so you just don't really, like... it's just the murders or the disappearances. Yeah, people are, like, disappearing and shit, and so they're like, oh, we're going to bring on this other cop, me. And he's, like, hella fucking shook that it's a female, and he's, like, fucking weird about it. And... He's like, ugh, well, I'm hoping she likes my dick, basically, the whole yeah, time. the whole time. And so then it gets to the brothers again. They're back at this diner that they work at, and they run. And I, like, remember certain quotes that the uncle, as the brain, was saying. If anything, he is, like, a quote like, master. Master. Yeah. Like, quotable as fuck. Quotable as fuck. I he wrote says right here, I lost my genitals and my life. I wrote that one too! And I was like, this guy clearly has his priorities in order that he said genitals before life. He, that's, like, right out the gate. He's like, I lost my genitals and my life. And I was like... Fucking dude. His priorities. Okay, 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 okay. <gasps> so, fucking, okay. Also, George is the most extra fucking chef he, I have ever the, seen. He's not, he's like a Muppet. He's, he's not a real ridiculous. person. He's watching, he always watches wrestling when he's cooking, right? Yeah. They work at this shitty fucking diner, and this dude's like chopping up fucking shit, like making it look all beautiful. Like, and? Man. He's got the dumbest fucking chef hat on I've ever seen in my life. It's all floppy and bullshit. Yeah. And he's, like, getting so pissed about the fucking wrestling thing. He's losing his goddamn mind. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, because the guy the guy who they're talking about, the wrestler, they're like, he says he can beat anyone. Da, 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 da. And, and George is taking it literally personal. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, man! He can't beat me! He's not talking about you. No. And there's also a fat guy at the fucking bar choking the whole time. Well, okay, also, though... What we also need to realize is this isn't just a diner. This is a health food spot. This is like... Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be like a vegan place, It's like right? a yeah, vegetarian restaurant. Yeah. Um, but they're straight up serving them human meat. Yes. Because the guy who sits at the bar, the heavy set guy, is talking... Vitamin? He's like choking all the time. He's like, you mean vitamin? For the fu- his, his name vitamin? is vitamin. Are you fucking serious? He says his name is vitamin. Shit. <laughs> anyway, he's like choking the whole time. He's also clearly 80 yard the fuck out of. 
Oh, yeah. And... For sure. They hated his real voice. Yeah. And... <laughs> he's, like, choking. He's, like, coughing and choking the whole time. And I literally was like, why is this guy gagging at the booth? Like, he's just struggling so hard. He talks about how good their food is. And he talks about how good their food is. And he's, like... Choking on it. Yeah, he's like, this is the best vegetarian meat I've ever had. Like, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but it's also Lumerian food, which I looked up. Okay, so you guys, just real quick, Lumeria. Did I tell you what Lumeria? You told me about. Okay, yeah. So Lumeria is like this lost ancient civilization, kind of like Atlantis. Yes. Where they were like around and doing their thing, and then suddenly just vanished. And everyone's like, where'd Lumeria go? IDK. So it's been, I think, like, the last 10 years they, like, refuted it and said that it's not real at all because, like, Atlantis already got that gig. So, like, whatever. But they're saying in here that Lumeria and Egypt... Egypt? <laughs> Egypt? That sounds really racist. They're making it sound like Lumeria and Egypt are kind of, like, the same thing and they're, like, mm-hmm. the same cultures, but they're not. Uh, Lumeria actually wouldn't be anywhere near Egypt. In fact, Atlantis would have been closer to Egypt than Lumeria. So it's just like so funny that they're just like, okay, Lumeria is like this like like mysterious place. But what's also something that's like mysterious and mystical? Egypt. Okay, they're the same thing. Great. So pyramids. Pyramids. <laughs> so they have these Egyptian guys. And they say Lumeria like 50 they fucking times. They say it all the times. Times. It's a Lumerian feast. We're coming. We're going And what's to so Lumerian funny feast. is that you don't even know what Lumeria is until you meet the um, the random paleontologist. Who I was obsessed with. Oh, Lord Jesus. We'll get we'll there. We'll get to her. We'll get there. Obsessed with her. God. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to do a quick, like, yeah, disclaimer. That's, that's good disclaimer. Lumeria. So, Yeah. Um, then there's this girl who's, like, hanging out in a booth with her friends. They're all cheerleaders or something. And she's really, like, shy and weird and, like, kind of crying. And I'm like, whatever. She's hella crying. Yeah, she's hella crying. Because <laughs> they, like, literally, like, do this thing with us. And she's like, I don't want to. And then she starts crying. And they're like, you like that man. And then they leave. And she stays behind. She starts talking to Mikey. Right. And he's, like, trying to, like, butter her up. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, whatever. Well, because the uncle said that they need to find a virgin virgin for a sacrifice for Sheetar. And the whole time, there's this two-way mirror. The uncle is looking into the restaurant the whole time. He's literally just yelling. He's like, that (laughs) looks like a virgin. (laughs) Oh, look at those tits. It's true. It's so bad. He's yelling. He's just screaming the whole (laughs) time. His brain is screaming. (laughs) Um, So he's like, and I thought it was funny. He's like, can I put you on our mailing list? He's just like... With the fucking oh yeah, he's like, "Can I like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, "What the fuck?" Which is the way that they like found their victims, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, it's their way of like inviting people to this Lumerian feast thing. It's weird. Also, fucking Georgie starts beating up the guy who's choking like really weird to me. Like, I literally starts like beating the fuck out of it. At the fucking, I don't at the fucking counter. Yeah, it's so weird. So then it cuts to the cheerleaders, the cheerleaders from before, okay. and they're at this, like, weirdest thing. This is thing. the thing they wanted that girl to go to. That she refused. And they're literally all just wearing underwear and nothing else with their pom-poms, and they're jumping around, they're and their tits are out. Cheerleading and being filmed. Yeah, I literally wrote in all caps, tits akimbo. 
I said, <laughs> um, the cheerleaders, um, Jackie? I wrote, tits and Kimbo, hello? Like, yeah. 50 fucking question marks. I was so confused. Like, so, even the woman who's filming them has her tits out. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> They're, they literally are like, this is just like a rite of passage for high schoolers and, in, in, like, in cheerleading. You have to do this or you're not cool. Yeah, it's And you're weird. like, no. No. So then the brothers show up. With their fucking Nixon masks on. And they have machine guns. And they start shooting. And they mow down the cheerleaders. All the tits are gone. They're out. They're fucking shot up. (laughs) And then it cuts to fucking. Literally, I wrote, he's cutting her booty meat. Yep. Because it cuts to a shot of him cutting one of the cheerleaders' booty meat. Yeah. I was like, okay. So they, like, dismember all these There's just body parts everywhere. <laughs> it's so gross. And, like, what was so annoying was they, they had this little pile of tongues that were still moving. Did you notice that? No. Yes. They're <laughs> still moving around. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, anyway, so then they, like, take all these body parts of the cheerleaders to make the body Frankenstein monster Sheetar. of Sheetar. And the fucking uncle's like, make sure you get a pretty face. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <I> was like, <laughs> my favorite uh, uncle and more line is coming up. But then the cops show up and they you see the female cop who's really pretty. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Actually, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to be Sheetar. Because she looks like some kind of like goddess yeah she's stunning she's so beautiful yeah i was like she's gonna end up being like possessed by sheetar or something which didn't happen no and i'm like uh jackie obviously jackie i don't really know why you did that but so then but with the cops they like cut to the cops cleaning up the crime scene but they are not wearing gloves nope they're just like picking up limbs and chucking them into trash bags is not proper CSI behavior. Not how we do it, you guys. And then we see the eye. And she is, uh, the female cop is sexually harassed a good 10 seconds into meeting her partner. Straight up. It's all he does for like half the movie. Yeah. And so, yeah. So they're like, what the fuck? They're trying to like, I don't know what leads them to the vegan restaurants. I forgot that they were like, yeah, I can't remember either. Did they find... Because they go to that other one. Listen, at some point, they f- figure out an way to do with vegan <laughs> restaurants. I don't really have they an answer for you. They might not even tell us. If you want to know, you can they watch it yourself. They might just show up. You can fucking watch it yourself. Okay, so... So, yeah. And... Oh, this is... That's when... After that is the... the also, there's a weird part where the fucking guy pop is just, like, going this the whole time. Like... He's just, like, sticking his tongue out repeatedly in the most unsexual manner possible. And I was like, what the fuck like, are you her, doing? Like, uh, and I'm like, when in what universe has like, that ever worked for you? That's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. So then, like, Vitamin, he, like, I think that Jackie's trying to make a joke about Vitamin. Like, He's obviously morbidly obese and not... And choking constantly. Choking constantly. Like, he's not healthy, but he claims to be this, like, health food nut named Vitamin. Uh-huh. But then he just ends up vomiting on everybody. Yeah, well, Georgie starts fucking, like, 
grabbing him again because <laughs> she's insane. Beating the shit out, out of him. And then he like grabs him and then like <laughs> gets his stomach and he's fucking projectile vomits over and everybody. Everyone. And at that point I was like, And everyone okay. everyone keeps going. They and keep then eating. Biden just keeps eating. And then he sits down he's and keeps like, eating. He's like, oh my god, more room for more. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking stupid. I literally wrote, at that point, I wrote constant Chloe face. Yep. Because that is all I was doing throughout yep. the movie. And so then the fucking brothers go to a club together to get w- more women. And they're dressed up like, I don't even fucking know what Wait, they're wearing. No, we, we skipped over my favorite more line. Okay, you okay. can tell me. So he's like, you gotta go get two whores, two, the organs of two whores, to be inside of Shitar. Got it. So they're looking for two Yeah, whores. so they have to go to a club. So, but while they're talking to him, and the, bo- the body of Shitar is there, it's like, this blonde cheerleader head and then like boobs and you know like a like she's hot whatever um and she's painted gold as well yes and let's see oh first he said i let my schlong do the thinking of me there and got so no he goes <laughs> there's two of them okay he goes don't be like me i let my schlong do the thinking for me and got so confused <laughs> I need to make a list of all of the best quotes from Uncle Anwar because it's pretty gold. He, like, screamed, I got so confused! All he does is scream. Like fucking amazing. He's insane. And then um, he says, I says, the uncle's just one sound bite after another. Uh, Sheeta, your body looks amazing. What a set of knockers. If only I had my schlong back, you know what the meaning of machismo is. There it is. Oh, God. So fucking weird. Um, Also, at that point, I was like, Oh, no. Okay, so they go to the club. Yes. Okay, so they go to the club. Yes. This part had me fucking, like, (laughs) looking around the room that I was alone in at the time. Like, what the fuck is going on? I actually heard, I, because I came out here. Did I say something? Yeah, you said it out loud. Because I came out here right before, during the, because I remember hearing him say the machismo line again, and I was like, And then I went back in my room, and then I knew that this scene was right afterward, and I heard you exclaim, and I yeah. knew that's what you were doing. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was, like, so confused. And I wrote, what the fuck, right here. Because they're going, they're trying to get into this club, and the bouncers aren't letting them in, and then they get pissed, and they get the, they fight, they start fighting the smaller bouncer, and then push him into the street. And then this fucking car that's, like, got those, like, bouncing wheels, like, whatever, just lands on this dude and just pops his fucking head like a grape. And nobody is concerned. No, no, everyone starts laughing, in fact. Nobody is concerned. No, here's the thing. That was the moment where I was like, oh, this is a fantasy place. Like, this isn't real. Like, this is not our this world. This is not America. This is not our universe. No. This is some other place. Because these, the rules... Do not apply there. Yeah, it's insane. It's, it's complete like a, insanity. It's like an almost like pseudo cartoon universe. Yeah. So that made me feel a little better about everything. But I was ever. so concerned in that moment. I did not <laughs> so understand what dumb. was happening. I was so upset. So they go into this club, which is really weird. The music was fucking the, bopping though. The music was bopping, but it didn't match. Like they like the time. We're acting like it was this like 
like, oh, this is like such a, like a hardcore club. And the music was like, it's like fifties bops. Bebops. Yeah, yeah. It was like doo-wop, yeah. which is fun, but like music, but... it didn't even match the people that were in the club. Because they found the two girls, right? That they want to hook up with the blonde. It looked like a fucking crazy person. She, she looked trashy as she looked a uh, fucking trash ball. Yeah, like she was not cute. And the other girl was like, it was funny because they saw the one girl. They looked at one girl, and she was wearing like a very like scantily clad thing, and they like decided against her. And then they found the blonde girl who looks like trash. Okay, mm-hmm. but then the other girl they found with her is a. Fully clothed. Yeah, she's completely like, opposite. Completely clothed. And it was like, I was like, but the other girl, okay, whatever. There um, is no logic in your guys. There's no logic. There's no logic in this world. So, but. Uh, Georgie has no fucking game whatsoever. Has he never been out in society I don't before? think he's ever. He does not, like, speak to people outside of, like, his brother and his uncle. Yeah. He just doesn't do he it. He doesn't do it. It's he's so never weird. been outside of the restaurant. So, like, Rick, like, Mike, Mikey does all the talking, and... Um, they managed to like persuade them to go home, but then it cuts to the fucking cops at this other rival diner that oh sells vegan food, and apparently this guy who runs the fucking diner just has a dummy that sits at the fucking bar that apparently everybody can just talk to and hear talking. Yeah, it's a doll. It's a literal dummy, and they don't make it look like it's not a dummy. It's just a very, it's just a dummy. And, and, and it talks, but the mouth doesn't yeah. move. And you can hear him talk. And, he, and like, people are having conversations with people. Yeah. I have never been more upset. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, and then it cuts back to, so they're, like, investigating. They're trying to figure out, like, what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts back to the <laughs> brothers, and they bring the girls back to the house. The blonde is oh wearing different God. earrings. The blonde girl is wearing different earrings than when she left the club, I noticed. She is. She's wearing. Which when is, we first saw her, she was wearing these long pink diamond, like that mm, were in the shapes of diamonds. And then at their apartment, she was wearing these big ass hoop earrings. Probably because of what happens later, they realized the hoop earrings would work better for what happens later. Continuity era. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's just bad movie making, but yeah. Ugh. Okay, so they go back. Yeah, Mikey's making out with the blonde chick, and then the other girl's like, let's go back, Georgie. And, like, pulls him away, like, down to where Sheetar is, and she doesn't seem at all concerned that there's, like, a solo body there. doesn't even mention. No. And, She just yeah, wants to get it in. She really wants to get it in. And yeah. so then the, like, fucking blonde girl is so weird. She's, like, trying to talk dirty. She's like, oh, I don't do things today. Like, and he's like, I don't even know. He, like... I don't even know. He covers her in dough? Yeah. Or yeast or something. Something like, liquidy. Because she's like naked. She's butt ass naked yeah. on his kitchen counter. And he turns on the fryer. The deep fryer. And he then, covers her in the shit and then he plunges her head into the deep fryer. Which is like. Ugh. And at first, like, she was into the fucking pouring of the shit on her. She was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's all about it. That I can't hide. But then her head goes in, and then she, instead of immediately dying, which she would have, it also comes out as a fucking. She looks like globe. a donut hole. Yeah, she, she comes up. Her head comes out as a donut hole. Her head is a donut hole. Her earrings are sticking out of the donut Stop, hole. They're not. Yes, they are, and that's why I said that earlier. Because her earrings are sticking out of the donut hole. I literally wrote. This. <laughs> I wrote. There
There is so much to process. I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> it's a hard time. And so she is, like, fucking, like, running all over. She's naked. Her head is, like, in this donut hole thing. And meanwhile, this girl is, like, fucking Georgie downstairs. And she's like, oh, you're so big. And then she's like, okay, I'm done. And she gets off. And she's like, where's, what's her face? And then the fucking girl stumbles in and her head just flies off. Oh, yeah, because Mikey hits her head with, like, something. And her head just flies off. Oh, my God. But... Jordy, like, is not even into having sex. He's just, like, sitting there. Yeah. It's so weird. So then she freaks out. Georgie runs away. She's, like, trying to get out. And then she drops her fucking purse and just spends all this time picking up shit out of her purse that she doesn't need. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, just grab the keys and fucking bail. Like, yeah. what are you doing? So by the time she gets out, Georgie's there and he just fucking kills her. Yeah. Also, I wrote, swear to God, I never want to hear the words Lemurian feast ever again. Right? Please say it so many times. She, when she's, like, trying to get out, she opens the freezer and cheerleader body parts fall out, but also pom-poms fall out. <laughs> I just, I don't have words, okay? Okay, so then, oh, Georgie cuts her right down the middle. Does he really? Yes. He has a big knife and, like, very easily just slices her down the middle. Sure. That's how it works. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so this is, this is when we, we meet the paleontologist. And I fucking loved her so much. How did they fucking get to that point? Because somebody, somehow they heard about Lumeria. Somehow. They and they were like, like what the middle is of Lumeria? nowhere to find this paleontologist? Well, I'm like, so where are they? Yeah. Wait, so I was like, did they go to Lumeria? Or like, did they go to Egypt and meet this paleontologist? But I think that they were just like, because she was obviously a professor of like college students. Right. So they were just like out doing, doing excavation. Excavation. But this woman is shook it. Highly insane. Yes. She like is so, what's the word? Like, at one point, she tells one of her students to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> she's just, like, so, like, on edge the whole time. But she's, like, talking really fast. And she's, like, really, like, blah, 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 blah. I was just, like, obsessed with her. I thought that she was hilarious. She was insane. And I just didn't know where we had, how we had gotten to that point. So I was just, like, <laughs> sure, sure. Well, she tells them about Lumeria. Yes. And that's, like, her purpose. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that she was a joy. You could have just, like, researched the area online or something. She was my favorite part of the movie. I'm going to be honest. I mean, there's nothing else in the movie that I like. Yeah. Also, at some point, like, so the the virgin girl comes back to the diner to see Mikey. Oh, yeah. And he suddenly has these, like, hypnotic powers. Oh, yeah. He has hypnotic powers. Like, so she, like, tries to be like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna come to the feast or whatever. And then he, like, looks at her and he's like, yes, you are. And she's like, yes, I am. It's right? so fucking weird. Yeah. I was like, where do these powers come from? And also, why is wrestling all Georgie ever watches? Well, and he's gonna go wrestle that guy. He is. It's so random. But, okay, so they And start, then Mikey invites her on a date to, like, go watch To go see wrestle. the wrestling. And then after the wrestling, he, they're gonna finish... They're going to use her as a sacrifice. As a sacrifice f- to finish the Shitar like thing. 
But, so they start, like, killing a bunch of people because they need to make this stew. Yeah, and they killed this one guy who walked in. It was, like, a cop or something or somebody from the health department. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, okay, sure, I'll bring you back to the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Brings back to the kitchen and comes out with a bunch of his fingers yeah. and just puts them in the deep fryer yeah. and starts serving them to people. As veggie sticks. As veggie sticks. Um, also, do you remember the scene where Georgie is, like, he's running over the bum, the homeless man? Georgie oh. is in the van. And he's trying to kill this homeless guy. And he keeps running. He So he runs over him. And he's like, yeah, I ran over him. <laughs> but then he sees that the guy is still alive. And his fucking stank face. <laughs> he was like amazing. Furious. He was, fe- he literally was like, Chloe what the fuck? And he had to run him over like three times. And he finally did it. But And then that fucking scene of the couple on the beach. That they were, like, about to fuck. Yeah, but weren't they... Oh, she was at the restaurant, and they needed her for some reason. Yeah. So they had to find her specifically. Yeah, and she was, like, about to fuck her boyfriend on the beach, and he was, like... His voiceover was so, it was so insane. Bad. Oh, my God. He was, like, oh, I'm so fucking horny. <laughs> like, it was so, like, aggressive and insane sounding, and she's, like, all nervous because all these people are, like, out there killing people. Yeah. And she's, like, no, it's fine. And... <laughs> she, he like takes up this bitch is bush full bush full bush. full bush I was not prepared I was like oh that's okay <laughs> and one of the quotes he said had me fucking dead and the quote was the only animal you gotta worry about eating on your sweet meat is me <laughs> that's really nice though fave quote of the movie except for he said it in a very aggressive creepy way you know sweet meat is me as he's taking his fucking pants off it's fucking creepy Um, and that's of course when Georgie shows up and murders right and they want or murders him leaves the boyfriend alive oh yeah and then the boyfriend's all sad and he's like I should have listened to her and I'm like yeah maybe you fucking should have but whatever okay so then they they need to like they're gonna go to that club or whatever and do the final yeah but before that happens the cops find out about Uncle Anwar somehow yeah and that's when they go to that cop's house where his daughter is, and his daughter has a full helmet of hair. The wig, yeah. I said that woman's wig, OMG. Yeah, I said, well, that, and legit, she that girl had legit helmet hair, OMG. And every time any of them mention the name Anwar, she starts fucking shrieking. Fully screaming. Okay, but hold on. Just hold on. Okay, so they go to this club, and they're like, hey, we want to do this thing here. And they're like, eh? And then they're like, we got drugs. That's why. And then they're like, okay, cool, great. Georgie is dancing like a fucking dumbass <laughs> yeah, in the background. background. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. So they hand these, like, containers full of what looks like gumballs that are appetite. Like, all they are is they're supposed to increase your appetite. And they're like, these are the drugs. Literally, they're just just supposed to, like, increase these people's appetites so they'll eat this stew full of human remains. Mm -hmm. Because that's how that works. Yep. Sure. Mm -hmm. These drugs that look like gumballs. And then the club owners are like, great, awesome. We're getting such a great night. So, um... (laughs) And there's the wrestling match with Georgie and the fucking Hitler guy. So, yeah, he's... 
Yeah, the guy's like a Nazi he's guy. A, he's literally a Hitler rustler because he has the mustache. He's got like the swastika symbol on his arm. And they start fighting. And obviously the Hitler guy's winning at first. But then Jordy starts to go fucking insane. And Jordy's name is like a Egyptian something. It's like the Egyptian something. It's fucking stupid is what yeah, it is. Keep going. And then Jordy starts going insane and starts like biting him and like ripping him apart and everyone's like and the fucking girl on the date with Mikey is all upset and yeah she's like like, I want to go home yeah and then he's like no and then he knocks her out he fully punches her in public yeah and then a guy walks by and he's like she didn't do any drinks (laughs) and they carry her out and like put her in the fucking van and tie her up and then they go to the club yeah and they switch out she in actually in the van. I think they switch out Sheetar's brain for Uncle yes. John Moore's brain. Yes, which is the most seamless brain surgery and replacement I've ever seen. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Because doesn't George just like Ugh. or Mikey? Yeah, he literally like George like saws her like head open slightly, opens it and just grabs her brain and takes yeah. it out and, and then just grabs it and then slides it back in. And I'm like, okay. and then the poor virgin girl is like in the. Van and the brain juice is like oh yeah he like throws it at her yeah and hits the wall beside her and she's like fucking brain splatter all over her and well the jar is like it's like almost full and it's wobbling in the van and I can see the actress being like oh like don't jump on me which is disgusting yeah so the recipe for I noticed for this like stew or whatever. Is three black cats. <gasps> One. Three black cats. No. Three Lilith. No. Two. Wake up, Sheetar. No. Yes. No. No. <laughs> I don't accept this. <laughs> <coughs> don't worry. Don't worry, we won't open it. We won't do it. Okay, so then at the fucking stupid club, that's bullshit. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So everyone starts taking the drugs, and then they kind of start, start eating the stew. But they turn green. They turn green as they're eating the stew. And it's a very, like, obviously shitty painted-on green makeup. It's awful. And there's a bunch of fucking people on stage dressed like Hitler. Right? And so <laughs> as this is happening, they're doing this whole process where they're like... Oh, they also... They had to... Actually, we missed a whole part because when they were originally going to transplant... The brains, Uncle Anwar's brain had been stolen by that rival by the, diner guy. The diner guy. So they go to him With to the, get him back. Yeah. And in the process, cut off both of the guy's hands. So this dude's trying to drive. With oh, yeah. Stumps. He drives away with the stumps. And there's just blood spraying everywhere all over the inside of the car. It's fucking insane. Oh, God. And then the cop, the lady cop, figures it out. Be, and like Billy sexually harasses her. No, not her. Billy. Georgie. Georgie. Georgie like harasses her. Yeah, and moons her. Yeah. And then she sees that Anwar's last name is, which is, I forget what his last name is. I don't remember. It's, that. but, and then on the back of the brother's van, it says the yeah. something cafe, which is yeah. the uncle's last name, but backwards. Yeah. So that's when she's like, oh fuck, it's like them. And so. They go kill the diner guy, and then she tries to, like, stop them or something before they can, like, go to the club, but then they, like, knock her out or something, right? Yeah, and then they they put her up on a hook. Yeah. 
And then the fucking gross cop comes and saves her later. It's dumb. Um, and he's like, I'm a California cop, and you're a New York cop, and maybe we can be good partners together. And she's like, shut the fuck up, I don't care. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah. And so, yeah, everyone's losing their fucking shit at the club. They do their ritual. Wake up, Sheetar. Sheetar has this fucking vagina mouth on her stomach. Yep, with, like, full fangs. Fucking teeth. Teeth. Okay, hold on. why can't she move? Wasn't she supposed to eat the virgin? Yeah, I When she woke up? But the virgin gets saved. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, because, okay, this is where I got confused. Because... This is not where I got confused, but this is... You've been confused. So, I think that Georgie is supposed to be a virgin, even though we saw him fucking that woman earlier. Really? Because she eats him. That's true. And then she is alive. So, I think that he's supposed to be the virgin. So, I'm like, but like... But he's clearly not, because he had He was like fucking that lady before, unless they were dry humping, because they both had their clothes on still. I don't know. I really don't. Anyway, but... I can't wait, it. how did Mikey die again? He got shot in the eye. Oh, yeah. By one of the cops. Oh, yeah. And then they, like, got into a fight with Georgie and pushed him into the vagina mouth. Right. And he got... His head got eaten. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, like, carnage and massacre and... But that I can't get into. Um, <laughs> the cops survive. They get out. Bleh. And then... We see this... Woman at the very end, you see a woman just like her feet walking down the street, walking terribly in heels. By the yeah, way. she can't walk garbage. In heels. Yeah, and then some guy pulls up next to her and he's very like just obviously like, hey. sexually harassing. He her. literally says, "Hey, babe, before I stick it in." Yeah. Oh my your, god. What, what are you doing? Yeah. And then she turns to him and she's like, "She <laughs> And she's fucking she and she's got these huge ass fucking teeth. <laughs> and yet he still drives away with her. Oh yeah, he's gonna get that. He's gonna, he's get, gonna get that, that ass. pussy. Yeah. Um, I wrote, what a journey. We've all been changed here today. Hallelujah. No. We've not been changed. We have not. We have, this is not a Hallelujah moment. This is a fuck off moment. I was Hallelujah that it was fucking over. Yeah, true. I just, I just can't. I can't anymore with these bad fucking movies. Okay, what does Jackie have to say for herself? Okay, so about the movie. The film was originally conceived to be a sequel to the movie Blood Feast, but it was then changed to be a standalone film of its own, although general reception towards the film has been mixed. It's become a cult film since its release. Why? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> the producer um, got rights to the original uh, The Blood Feast and wanted Herschel Gordon Lewis to direct, but they also wanted the brothers to be played by wrestler George the Animal Steel and Michael Berryman. Oh, Nader would have loved that. Which is funny, because George and Michael, Georgie and Michael. Oh, yeah. That's probably why they named them that. Um, Herschel, however, was retired and only agreed to do it for a very large sum of money that they did not have, which meant they also couldn't afford the actors they wanted either. So, um, also the distributor felt that Blood Feast wasn't popular enough to warrant the sequel that probably. people would actually see. So, Jackie Kong was taken on to direct. She saw the humor in the script, so she pushed it as far as she could. So, all the weird stuff, like... People's accents changing mid-sentence and the weird dummy companion at the rival diner was all intentional. Okay. Yeah. She also knew horror fans uh, are difficult to surprise, so she wanted to take even the most jaded horror fan off guard. Surprise, surprise, neither of the lead actors have ever acted before this. Are we shocked? No. No. They're both terrible. Uh, The guy who plays the main brother, uh, Rick Burks, was a musician and didn't even want to be an actor. 
also the producer with the producer's musical background a large amount of the cast was fellow musicians and of the musicians fan base wow the movie also served as a memorial for Burks because he died in a car crash at age 28 less than two years after the movie's release oh that's sad yeah Kong accepted an X rating for the movie because she figured if she cut out um, of the film cut out more of the film to make it more acceptable to the rating board there'd only be like five minutes of the movie left (laughs) which is fair which is true um, in an interview with, on uh, ComingSoon.net, she explained that she likes to take a shock and awe approach to filmmaking. Hate it or love it, you won't forget it, she said. Which true. is true. True. When asked why she thinks humor and horror pair so well, she said, because horror and comedy, if done well, create unexpected emotional reactions in the viewer, sort of like a roller coaster, but on screen. They can make you feel alive. In these genres, there's just passive viewers because you can't undo what you've just seen. Uh, when asked... What we learned about ourselves when we watched these films, she said, the thing is, they just transport you. They teach you that it's okay to be different and take some chances. Get out of the grind, scream, laugh, and definitely do not be take, taking yourself too seriously and have some fun. That it's okay to be a weirdo. I had a fan come to me recently and tell me that she saw my films and felt it was okay to be different and weird and that it was validated. Sure. She was validation station in that moment. Jackie, I guess. Sure. I'll give it to you. She said, she also said if she wasn't a director or a writer, she would be a brain surgeon. Well, not with how they treated that brain. That's not going to work. She said in another interview that she makes it a point to hire as many women to work on her films as possible. She said that she has always had a woman behind the camera in key positions, which is pretty dope. Cool. So, about her specifically, Jackie Kong, she's a director, screenwriter, and film producer. She was born in California. She made her first film in 1983, The Being... And then she made Night Patrol, which was a comedy, before moving on to Blood Diner. Mm-hmm. Night Patrol was actually a big theatrical success, which kind of led up to her being put onto Blood Diner. She was born in 1957, and her mom was an actress. She received her first 16 millimeter film camera from her mother's friend, Marlon Brando, Woo! for her 18th birthday, yes. after he saw several of her short films. Cute. Um, however, apparently, at the same time, he also tried to talk her out of the field. Oh, right. Yeah, that's confusing, Marlon. But whatever. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, In a New York Times interview, uh, talking about her place in the industry, she said she's still knocking on doors for film studios to pay attention to her ideas. She said that her behind-the-camera staff was at least half women. Her whole production staff were women. Her dolly grip was a woman, and her right-hand supervisor was a woman. Uh, She said, I never saw that a woman couldn't do the job. She was asked why she thinks women of color like horror, because the interview was uh, from the perspective of women of color in the filmmaking industry. Mm. So she said, horror captures people's fears in ways that might be symbolic. It represents some of the fears you have psychologically and it lets you react to it. Everyone wants to pretend everything is business as usual, but horror lets you scream about it. Vicarious thrill of being scared feels cathartic. That's why young women today get it and like it. Mm. She also said the movie Freaks by Todd Browning was a movie that left a strong impression Mm. on her as a kid and helped her get into Mm. filmmaking. She is also an activist, and from 1995 to 2001, she was the executive director of a nonprofit organization called Asian American Media Development with a mission to develop uh, Asian American voices in the media. And with that uh, organization, she developed the first entirely Asian American created sitcom with six writers and directed some episodes of Karaoke Nights in 2001. Cute. But yeah. Okay, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. I see you. Yeah. This is, the movie is fucking trash, but. Yeah, the movie is absolutely trash. I'm into you. But she's pretty cool. Did you look up anything about Blood Beast? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm just going to read the synopsis really yeah. quick. I think I read the synopsis and that was about it. It's 1963. In the sleepy suburbs of Miami, says one, 
seemingly normal Egyptian immigrant, Fiaud Ramses, runs a successful catering business. He also murders young women and plans to use their body parts to revive the goddess Ishtar. Ishtar, which is basically Sheetar. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, it's like the same thing. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. But I think a lot of uh, Middle Eastern people work, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. Maybe they have actual Middle Eastern people in it. Yeah, it looks like it. It's, uh, Except not this one. This one. <laughs> oh, God. That's oh, Blood God. Diner. That's Jackie Kong, guys. <laughs> Blood Diner is really easy to find, also. Yeah, it's easier to find than American Mary, which is <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's like, we looked up Blood Diner. It was just for free on our TV, on Roku. Yeah, we're like, all right. It's on Roku TV for free. Meanwhile, we had to, like, fucking find American yeah. Mary. to search for it. Yeah. Anyway. So. But... Great. Yeah. That's the two. We did it. We <laughs> fucking did it. We got through another one. Yay! This was balanced by American Mary. Yeah. Because that Mary was actually really great. great. Yeah. But yeah, so. Let's move on to our favorite portion. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all know. It's Validation Station! Did you like that one? I like that one. That's good. Yeah. Some <laughs> solid fucking <laughs> Okay. <laughs> She's just slapping her fucking arms together. <laughs> Baby, why are you stretching your toes? <clears throat> Look at her fucking toes. What the fuck? They're fucking stupid. Well, your toes are all out. It's unreal. It's very unseemly. Anyway. Okay, well. I'm like, really? It's bad. I'm slacking so hard. Well, you're in a new relation, so... I'm in a new relation. It takes up a lot of your brain space. I get it. true. I need to, like, make time, though. But, yeah. I mean, as someone who has been in a relation for a while and knows what that is, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, tell you what to do with your life. (laughs) It's fair. But I could give you, like, advice of, like, you know... I like advice. You just gotta like separate it. I know. I gotta just know? carve out time. It's not like I don't have the time. Right. Like, I have you, nights that I don't see them, and you just gotta carve it. I just out. gotta carve the time out. Um, and even like, even if you do like on the nights that you do see him, even on like the weeknights or whatever, you could take your laptop and That's still true. write a little bit because mm-hmm. he probably plays video games a little bit. Part of he could, or he could do that while you write. He doesn't you know? usually, but he probably would. So. Yeah, you but just yeah. have to, like, be intentional about it. My which validation station is learning. Intentionality. Intentionality. I obviously still struggle with that, too, so it's not like I'm like, oh, my God, let me just impart she's my fucking, She's a fucking yeah. guru. Uh, no, I, like, still struggle with that, so. I feel like a lot of people do. It's not a shocking new no. revelatory experience. But it's even worse when you have, like, like, a new relationship where you're like, oh, I want to focus on this thing. But I also wanted to bring other shit. But, like, I feel like I have to focus on this one thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you're trying to give due diligence to this new important thing in your life, which is yes. totally fine. But Especially at the same time. Especially since it's, like, a nice new thing in my yeah. life and not, like, a shit, like the shitty relationships I've been in in the past. Right. And it, But at the same time, you don't want to feel guilty or bad about yourself because you didn't work on the shit that sure. you want to work on. So, yeah, you just got to be... Intentional. Intentional. Uh, and I need to be intentional as well. It's fine. 
what am I doing? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I didn't get in that musical, which is totally fine. I'll probably help with, like, production aspects of it. Yeah. Like, I might do, like, stagehand stuff or something like that. And, uh, oh, Drinks and Disney Party. Next weekend. I'm throwing an extravaganza party. I'm uh, playing bartender. Yeah, Sarah and her boyfriend are going to be my bartenders. It's going to be so ridiculous. We're all going to be Disney bounding this weekend. It's going to be so cute. I'm so excited. I'm planning on doing this every year. So then in like five years, this is like the biggest party in Hollywood. Like not obviously in my apartment, but. Well, yeah, hopefully we won't be living in this apartment. Well, we won't be here in five years. (laughs) (laughs) No. But also, wherever I'm living, yes, it's not going to be in that space. Correct. It'll probably in be... In a big professional space. I will find a venue yes. of some sort, because I will have money then. Yes. Oh, one good thing. Um, I think next episode, I think we can schedule... We actually got a message from somebody on our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Um, a woman, a, a female, who is also a filmmaker, and she wants to do an interview with us about her new project. So I think I'm going to schedule a phone interview with her. Cool. And do that soon for the awesome. next episode. Um, so I think maybe next episode might be like one movie and then the interview or something. Okay. We could do that. Yeah. Or we'll figure it out. We gotta figure it out. Maybe it'll be a mini-sode. It could be a mini-sode. Could do mini-sodes. Interview mini-sodes. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. It's the first time that we've had yeah. that happen. It sounds like a new thing for us. And I saw Laurel Vale at Chipotle the other day, but I didn't say hi. If you're listening, hi. <laughs> you're still listening, hi. <laughs> I know. You were on your way out of Chipotle, so that's why. And yeah. I was just coming in. Yeah. So I didn't say hi. I yeah. would have. But anyway, so yeah, I'm um, just working on getting the party done, and then I'm going to go back to writing my French Festival play and planning that. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. And so. I think I'm going to go back to working on my short again, because. Yes. I was doing pretty well with that for a little while, so I think I can get that back, back the momentum can going do for that. It. You can do it. Yes. Also, I just uploaded my Lion King episode on drinks and Disney. Drinks and Disney. But it's smokes at Disney that episode. Oh. So you can hear me and my sister being really high and talking about the Lion King. I love it. It's great. Yes. But yeah, that's really all. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. But yeah, so let's uh. Do our little sign off here. Okay. Featuring. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, everyone. As per the huge. Stay dreadful. Stay dreadful. Stay dreadful.